Okay, good morning, everybody. So yesterday someone asked me they, that uh, they were in the middle of learning and they saw that there was a computer sitting on top of a pile of svarim. They wanted to know, should they be mevatel Torah to remove the computer from the, uh, from the pile of svarim? Should they interrupt their learning to do that? So I'm reminded of the shayla in general, whether you should pick up a safer from the floor if you're in the middle of Shemona Esrei. I remember when I was in, uh, a student in MTA many years ago, there was a Rebbe, uh, Rabbi Dulitz, who passed away recently. Um, but uh, Rabbi Dulitz, in front of the Rachel, was not my Rebbe, but I remember some of the Chevra in the Shir said that uh, one time a Sefer fell on the floor and uh, the, uh, the guy bent down, a guy bent down to pick up the Sefer and Rabbi Dulitz uh, started yelling at him. He said, if you were focused on the learning, you wouldn't have noticed that the Sefer fell on the floor. Right, so if a person was really focused on the Shemona Esrei, would he even notice that there's a safer on the floor? But there is a discussion in Poskim whether you should interrupt in the middle of the Shemona Esrei to pick up a safer from the floor. The Sefer Chasidim in Simen Tavshin Ayin Zayin says that Hamaspalul the Nafal from the Sefer Laaretz for not a Daito ve'in Yachal Hamaspalul bekavana. So if you're not able to focus because you see a safer on the floor, Yekbiya safer Hamaspalul bekavana, pick it up and daven bekavana. Ve'kodesh Shekbiya Yisayim Bracha Shehiskel. But first finish off the bracha that you're in the middle of. And this is quoted in the Magen Avram, in Simen Sadivav, Sivkat and Gimel, and in the Mishabura, Simen Sadivav, Sivkat and Zayin. It happens to be in Chubas uh, Orlitzion, Chilik Beis, Parak Mem Hei, Sivchav Zayin, Rabbi Tzion Abba Shaul says that nowadays you could even stop in the middle of a bracha because we would be so terribly distracted by a safer on the floor, it would be so disorienting that the rest of the bracha is for sure not going to be the Kavana if we see a safer on the floor. So that's what it reminded me of. But I, I want to talk about something else. The assumption of the Shaila was that you're not allowed to have a computer on top of Svarim. So is that so obvious, that a computer cannot be put on top of Svarim? Oftentimes, when writing notes or doing research to write a Sefer, a person might balance his computer on top of a Sefer. I mean, you have a whole bunch of Svarim now, you're trying to write up things as you're looking things up in Svarim, and you put the computer over the Gemara as you're, uh, as you're, you're copying, as you're, you're typing into the computer. So is that problematic? Should people in Bati Medrash be told not to do this? So in the Sefer, Ol Yaakov, Rabbi Skachelis asked the Shaila to many, many poskim. So what I want to go through with you is first just a quick list of those who were mekil, a quick list of those who were machmir, and then go through in detail the tshuva of Rabbi Olbaum Shlita from Queens, who has a long tshuva that he wrote to uh, Rabbi Skachelis on this topic. So first of all, those who are mekil. Rav Nevensal said, uh, that If you're doing it in the course of learning, then there's certainly makam lahakel. So that was Rav Nevensal shita. Rav Chesner argues more, more forcefully, he says, I don't know, why would you call a computer a divrei chulin? It's rubo miyua dichtov divrei Torah. What do you have a computer for if not to write? It's divrei Torah. O lil mom yimena divrei Torah. So who acts most safer kodesh? The computer itself is a safer. What else would you use a computer for? So it is a safer kodesh, so, and it's a bigger safer kodesh. It has all the svarim inside of it. So, of course, you're allowed to put a safer on top of another safer. Rav Segel, uh, I'm not sure who all these people are, but apparently they're all big postcommunities as well. Rav Segel, commenting on those who are machmir on this question, says also fairly, uh, fairly forcefully, The people that are machmir probably don't know the power of uh, the, the computational power of a computer. That all these uh, senior kadal they have 
and they don't have one, so they they, they don't see the the need for it. They don't understand how much Torah can come through. And he says in the Haredi world in Israel, you go through any of the series them, everyone's got a laptop. Everyone's uh, typing their svarim in the notes on on a laptop, and it's obvious that this is something that. Is one of the key utensils that people use for uh, for maintain for retaining their Torah, for learning their Torah. And he says, "Avayisim atzilam." I would advise any of these gedolei aposkim one day come into the kolachal shemishpat and Ramad al Khanan in the Beit Knesset Chasidim under the the, 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 the leadership of Rabbi Yehuda Silman, and you'll see that everyone's got a computer and it's the best way to learn and uh, whatever. So uh, so it's another safer kodesh. On the flip side, uh, Rav Yosef Lieberman, the author of Mishnah Siyosei says there's no heter for this he says okay so buy a different stender that has like a shelf on the bottom where you can put your uh, where you can put your computer but you gotta come up with another eitzah he says no way you could be making on this maybe if the safer is open and such such will be zayon and then Rav Schlesinger writes there's no hatter to put a computer on the Gemara. It's a it's a it's a mundane machine. The fact that you may have Torah saved on it is is uh, irrelevant. It certainly does not turn it into a Dovership Kedusha, and that is Pashut. So everyone thinks it's Pashut. It's just that half of them think it's Pashut that it's Mother, half of them think that it's Pashut that it's Aser. So Rabbi Olbaum gives, like a, you're familiar with Rabbi Olbaum? Big, big Hasidic Shaposek in, uh, from Kiyar Hills. A very chashva Talmud Chacham. He's re- written uh, Chuvas from three volumes, I think, of Chuvas Minchas Chaim. Rav Noach Isaac Oldam. Very, very chashva Talmud Chacham. So anyway, Rabbi Oldam in his uh, in writes a Chuva to Rabbi Skatulis, where he uh, where he explains the following. He says, let's first establish the very need to treat Svarim with respect, because if you don't have to treat Svarim with respect, there's no Shaila to begin with. The Shulchan Aruch in Yardayas in Reish Pei Beisif says, Chayiv Adam Lino Kavod Godol B'Sefer Torah, that a person has to uh, treat a Sefer Torah with great respect. Sefer Chasidim in some Tav Tav Kuf Tes Zayin expands that to other Svarim as well. And he says, Chayiv Adam Lizar Ma'od B'Kavod Svarim, V'imchilo HaMechalos HaTorah Gufo Gufo Mechol Al-Brios. And if he's Mechalos Sefer, someone who's mechal l'satora gufo mechul l'alabrios that he himself should be uh, disrespected. So the Bira Lach in Simpei Gimel Sifhei says that it's ra hamaisa. He saw a terrible thing that kaliyadas that there are certain people who are just uh, not uh, sophisticated or uh, not religiously sensitive enough that disrespect svarim and they keep them in smelly places and things like that. That all svarim need to be treated with respect. Not only a sefer Torah. The Shulchan Aruch in Yerdeus and Reish Pei Beisiv Zayin says that you're not allowed to sit on a bench that a Sefer Torah is on, on a mita that a Sefer Torah is on, and the Ramah says, but that's not only a Sefer Torah, other Svarim as well, meaning certainly we have to treat all Svarim with respect. There's even an astonishing passage in the Kava Yashar in Parakun Dalit, he 
quotes from the Sefer Hasidim that there was an episode, I don't know the details of it, nor do I know if it's a true story, but Shahotzi Lachacham Echad Mikivro Vachavto Asobim Akalos, I'll show you Svarov Kuru and Vilonasan Luman Lichrochosam of the Saknam, that they unburied a dead guy and beat his body because they found that his farm weren't well taken care of, something like that. Not sure exactly what that's talking about, but the bottom line is, apparently you have to respect Svarim. The Taz in Yerdea, Reish Ha'inal, Sivkat Ches, says that this applies to printed books as well, meaning not only non-Sifrei Torah, but even things that are that come off a printing press and are not uh, handwritten. The same Allah would apply. The Mishabura and Sivimem Sivkat and Dalid says when it comes to the issue of having Tashmash Hamita in front of Svarim, also applies to printed svarim as well. So even printed svarim require that level of uh, of respect. What if it was printed by a non-Jewish publisher? Many svarim throughout the ages, um, you know, uh, were printed by non-Jewish publishers. They're just in the business of making money by publishing books. So the Mishabura writes that even if they're printed by a guy, they still have the same kedusha. Now there are some poskim, the Chuvas Chavis Yoyer and Simon Kovtes and Simon Kov Pedalid, quoted in the Pischei Chuva in Simon Reish Ayin Aleph in Yerodeya as well as in some Reish Pebez in Yerodea. So there are, are, are makels have Tashmish at Zman Ona, where there's a mitzvah to have Tashmish, and there's no other so there's no other place to put the Svarim, if it's in a room with Svarim that are published by a guy, or it's just a printed Sefer, or it's not written in Ksavashuris, or something like that, but the Mishwur recommends me Machmir, meaning we treat even a Sefer that's not written with the normal Ksavashuris letters, and even a Sefer that's, uh, that's printed and not written, and even a Sefer that's printed by a guy, we're Machmir to treat it with the full level of Kedusha. Um, in fact, the Aruch HaShulchan, Simon Kufnun Gimel Sifav, says that printed svarim have the status of Kedusha Atzma. It's not in Tashmishe Kedusha. Tashmishe Kedusha would be that which serves the Kedusha. But the Sefer itself, that's the Kedusha Atzma. So it's a very, very high level of Kedusha. So Rabbi Oldam starts by establishing that, right? Establishing that we need to treat svarim with respect. And we're not supposed to uh, pile other things on top of svarim, things like that. So now let's talk about putting svarim on top of each other. Meaning, because now that we, I know I have to treat the Sefer with respect, if, you know, there is the argument that's going to be made, or that we saw some made, that the computer is a Sefer. So is it so pashat that you're allowed to put Svarim on top of each other in every circumstance? So the Pesachit Shuvin Yerdeh, some Reish Pei Beis of Kat Zayin, quotes a Chamude Daniel, that you can't put one Sefer inside of another as a way to hold your place. Meaning you're going to the bathroom and you don't want to leave the Sefer open, so you want to hold the place, so you take a, grab another Sefer and you put it in as you close the, the flap that way. You're not going to have to have a hard time looking for where uh, for, for the right page afterwards. So Daniel, that you're not allowed to do that. It's disrespectful to the second Sefer that you're just using it as a bookmark. However, in the Sefer Tzedakah Mishpat, Perak Tazayin, Ha'arasamach Zayin, I think Tzedakah Mishpat is um, Rav Blay, you know, the author of Pischei Choshen. He points out that that Chamude Daniel is probably working only within the Shita Sataz. You see, there's a Machlokas Taz and Magen Avram. The Taz in Yerodea, Reish Pebe Sivkan Gimel, doesn't even allow propping one Sefer on top of another. Let's say uh, you're tired during Seder, so you want to stand while you're learning, or you just stand, excitable, so you want to stand. You don't want to be sitting during learning, but it's hard to see all the way down to your Sefer. So you, you have a whole pile of Svarim, and you put your Gemara on top of the pile, and use the, the, the rest of the pile like a Stender, or something like that. So the Taz holds that you're not allowed to do that. Whereas the Magen Avram, in Arachayim Kufnu, says you are allowed to do that. You are allowed to prop one safer on top of other swarms. So you're 
allowed to use other swarm to prop up a sefer. So that's what the sefer Tzadokal Mishpat says that yes, it's true. The Pesachim Shuvah quotes Chamudi Daniel that you're not allowed to use a sefer to hold your place, but that's only Lefishita Sataz, Lefishita Samagin Avram. You're allowed to do it just like you're allowed to prop one sefer on top of another. You're allowed to use one sefer to uh, save the place in another sefer, and that's the Pesach of the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and of the Chayy Adam and of the Mishnah and Shintas Vav Sivkatan Lamin. Now, although uh, Rav Yosef Chaim Zunfeld and Salmas Chaim Simon Shnei and Zayin and the, the Sefer Tzedakah Mishpat make that comparison, right, between those two cases, between propping one Sefer on top of a bunch of others and using one Sefer as a placeholder, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch does not make that comparison. Kitzur Shulchan Aruch says you're allowed to prop one Sefer on top of another, but what you're not allowed to do is to uh, use it as a placeholder. Why? Why would there be a difference? So perhaps the Svara is that when one Sefer is elevating the other, it's Bishas Limud Omamish, meaning it's while you're learning, so you're using using the other farm as a shtendish so that you can learn. Whereas when you take a safer and stick it inside of another safer to hold your place, it's to hold your place while you're not learning. It's so that you can go away and not learn at that, uh, at that moment. It's not b'shas limud mamish. So that's how the kids of Shulchan Aruch would understand. Now, the... Um, so, okay, so, so far, what, what has Rabbi Oldham done? He's shown that we have to show covet for Svarim. And he's shown that using a safer for propping something else up is at least the machlokas between the Magen Avram and the Taz, and that there's what to discuss whether using a sefer as a bookmark is the uh, is the same as using a sefer to prop something else up. Now let's talk about a learning aid. Uh, what to what extent does something that aids in your learning have the status of something that that itself is kadosh? Because that's really what our shaila is about. Meaning, can you put the computer on top of svarim? So the Mishabur and some Kufl and Dalad Sivkat and Lamed Alf writes. You shouldn't put empty notebooks into a sefer, um, and the implication is though, or on top of a sefer, the implication though is that if there are divrei Torah in the notebook, then you're allowed to put it on top of the sefer. So in Chuvas Avni Yashva he says that the notebook aids in learning because you can write chidushet Torah as you're learning. He quotes uh, that Rabbi Elbam quotes from a, a, a drush in the name of the that So he has a play on words uh, that a kine could be read kana. That your kana, your pen is l'chachaver. That's your best friend in learning. To, to, to write things down while you learn is going to be able to aid in your learning. To be able to so kana l'chachaver. See, even so, if the empty notebook, uh, if the notebook is empty, it's still going to be a problem because the safer is not supposed to support, support something that has no kedusha whatsoever, and an empty notebook has no kedusha whatsoever, and that explains. The Eli Rabba, the Eli Rabba holds that you can't keep your pen inside of a sefer because the pen has no kedusha. Aye, but you use it to write divrei Torah and to write in translations and to write uh, notes or whatever else. Yeah, but it, inherently it doesn't have divrei, uh, divrei It doesn't have kedusha, even though it's used to write divrei Torah. So to summarize all of the arguments against using a uh, against putting a computer on top of svarim, Rabbi Olam says as follows. Summarizing it all, he says first of all, computers have no kedusha. The computer is no better than an empty notebook or a pen that has no kedusha that you're also not supposed to put on top of a sefer. Second of all, he says some poskim even allow don't even allow uh, lifting uh, one sefer with another. Right? That was the sheet of the taz that, you're not, that according to the taz you're not even allowed to use a sefer to prop up another sefer. So kal v'chomer you're not supposed to use a sefer to prop up a computer, which certainly is not on the same level as a sefer. Thirty points out that that pischik quotes chamudei Daniel that a sefer can't 
even be used to hold a place. So Kavachomer, it shouldn't be used to elevate a computer. Fourth, he says, the Chayyadim, in the name of the Sefer Chasidim, says that you can't use a Sefer for your own personal benefit, like to protect you from the sun, or to hide, or something like that, like we discussed the other day. But the Mishabura says that Peshas Chak, if the sun is shining too brightly on your Sefer, and it's too, too hard to see the words, you can use another Sefer to shade the first Sefer from the sun. Peshas Chak. So even shading a Sefer from the sun is only Mutter and Peshas Chak. So certainly you can't use a Sefer to prop up a computer, meaning the, the overall impression you get from all of these marmakomos is that we have to be very careful about this, about using Svarim to do other things. But then he, he, he finishes off with uh, what, what is probably the real driving point of his psak. And uh, he writes that aside from everything else that we said, he says from a hashkafic musr perspective, that most of the way the world uses computers and electronic devices is not for Kedusha. Most of the world uses it for Dvarm Tameim. You can, uh, through the vehicle of the computer, you can get to the lowest places in the world. Rachman al-Litzlan. Elashagam Kedusha. But uh, I acknowledge a computer could also be used for Kedusha. But you have a clee that, that in its essence and at its core has such potential for Tuma and often not just potential, that Tuma is actualized. You don't want to put such a thing on top of Sifre Kodesh. Now one could make the argument that it depends what you've used your computer for. That if you use your computer for uh, only writing Divrei Torah, then maybe in a Chanami we could be Mekel. But if, uh, you know, even in Avrech and Kolel, can we really um, take responsibility for whatever he uses his computer for when he's not sitting in the base madrash? Is it always for Kedusha? Every Avrech? I mean, uh, you don't want to say, but you, you hope so, but not necessarily the case. So so what? So we're going to trust people to be honest about like what they've, uh, what they've used their computer for or not? I have a piece in my first Sefer about using a smartphone for, uh, for davening. So I go through all the issues about uh, about uh, holding something that you're not spo- about uh, holding something in your hands while you're davening, about the chashash might drop something, about distractions and things like that. But one of the issues I discuss over there is in kategor nasa sanegar that uh, that the very item that you use to do your worst averos shouldn't be the item that you then turn to Baruch with with uh, with divrei ritzui. Meaning a person has to be careful about using something like this and certainly treating it like a davar shabak So That's Rabbi Olbam. I found it uh, fascinating. Okay.